The following is a presentation of the Wide Open Mic Podcast Network. For information on this and other podcasts, please go to www.wideopenmic.net. Hey, that's that's part of the reason why I asked you yeah. here is I will be honest I'm not the most uh, the the most knowledgeable about my, I I know weird stuff but yeah. uh, and I pick stuff up I, I kind of I look on the outside but I'm not a reader of Marvel comics which is part of the reason why I invited you so uh, don't ever like hold back like be like in uh, 1934's um, yeah. Thor there that. was a frog a Thor and frog Thor fraud a fog larky fog larky whatever a fog larky is so yeah no, don't hold back so that's why I have Chris to help me I will uh, I will do what I can but but Chris is going to be the uh, the meat and our nerd sandwich here <laughs> not my first means. time not my first time doing that <laughs> hey everyone Welcome back to Snap a Marvel. This meeting is being recorded. I forgot to hit the record. <laughs> uh, welcome back to another edition of Snap a Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Um, Chris, that was a clip. I, I, I picked that clip for today's previous on yeah. for, for a couple reasons. Like that was from our first ever episode. Which, if you remember, wasn't even supposed to be an episode. I said, hey, Chris, come on, let's do a five-minute announcement about our new podcast. And we ended up recording a 45-minute podcast. We sure did. But I I, I picked that reason because, for one, it kind of shows the evolution of the show. Like The the idea of this show originally was I was going to host it. And in my mind, Chris King was going to be wacky uh, stats guy and wacky Easter egg guy. And then the, the night before our first WandaVision show, I spent four hours just <laughs> deep diving wa- everything from Wanda to Vision to Mephisto to effing Wonderman. Like, I spent four hours on Marvel Wikipedia and I became the meat in our nerd sandwich. Yeah, you really and did. And you and really you took over as host and I think the show is is far better because of it. Well, it's a different show. And <laughs> uh, play down for sure. And of course, the number one reason why I picked it, episode 1, who did I reference? Throg. Well, you you said Throg Thor, but then you also said what did you say? I tried Quite to say Larky? Frog Loki, but I said Frog Larky. I said Frog Larky. Frog Larky. <laughs> fro- it would, you know what would have been amazing if the Frog, frog Larky was, showed up. If Larky showed up, if one of these Lokis is Larky, that would have been amazing. Like he called it. He didn't even know he called it. But That's I like also, the Babe Ruth pointing out the home run. I also referenced, and I almost put both clips. This clip was long enough, but um, I also referenced Throg last week. I thought that's what I thought. You played that clip, but I thought you'd actually said something about Throg in the show we've been doing. I didn't go back and listen to the episode yet, but I, I mean, I, I've I referenced that, I Throg several times. And let's be honest, I know Throg because of uh, of Mars Marvel Puzzle Quest. <laughs> A lot of my Marvel knowledge comes from Marvel Puzzle Quest. You know what's funny is it's it's really you really should work for the Marvel Puzzle Quest because there you have a lot of Marvel knowledge just from. What is that? A cell phone game? Yeah. A cell phone game. The reason why is a character will come up. I'm like, huh, who's Throg? And then I'll spend hours researching it. Wow. 
Wow. That's how I roll, Chris. That's how I roll. Yeah. No, it's it's helpful. It's helpful in this podcast that you do that. I don't know if it's helpful for your wife or your life in general, but it's very helpful for this show. This podcast loves me way more than my wife or my life. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, uh, Chris, this was a Gunner episode. Um, Man, it really was. Of Loki. So much stuff. There's so much stuff. I didn't even mention it because I'm like, I don't even know what that is. Um, Like, there's a a tank. I, I don't know what that tank is. Uh, I, I didn't even put it in my notes. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to mention it this episode. Just I don't remember the it. tank. Yeah, well, I, this- I mean, this is so do you want to do this is a very, to your point, a very Easter egg heavy episode. So we can do what we always do and kind of go through yeah, it. We'll do what but, we always do. That's fine. But there's going to be there's just it's going to be heavy. Like it's going to be heavy well, because there's just so much every scene. But this is a I don't know what the I, I'm sure there's a way to find uh, money spent per episode. But I have to imagine this was the most expensive episode out of what we've been seeing. Well, except for the time that I spent four hours researching Wonderman for a show that Wonderman didn't even show up at. But you ended up being right about both those things. Wonderman did show up well, not in the MCU yeah. and also was played voiced by Nathan, Nathan Fillion. Yeah. So yeah. you were technically right. He just happened to show up on Modoc. But I was saying the cost of the actual episode, like the Loki episode. Oh, oh you're talking like about what Marvel episode. paid, not what we paid. Mar- no, we're, oh, we're paying nothing. We're, we all, we're doing this just for the love of the game. We're not <laughs> getting paid anything. But there's, this, well, you're not this is paid. a lot. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's fine. <laughs> I'm kidding. Seriously, I'm not paying you, but uh, I'm kidding. I'm also getting paid. Um, so, yeah, so we can go through it, but there's there's a ton. Yeah. So I think that I'll, I mean, I'm looking at the, going through the scenes. I mean, I think we can. Yeah, I mean, we'll do, we can do what we usually do because a lot of okay. the scenes, a lot, I mean, the, the Easter eggs are just like, oh, look at that. Oh, look at that. Oh, look at that. Um, a couple of things I did a little research on, but uh, before we get into it, let's, uh, let's get the deets on this. Uh, yeah, yeah. Episode number five, Journey into Mystery. Do you know what that act title is a reference to? Yeah, it was. Uh, is it the first Thor? Is it the first Loki? Journey. No, I mean, in- Journey, Journey to Mystery is the, Journey to Mystery is the first appearance of of uh, Thor. Thor was in Journey to Mystery before he was actually in his own comic book. Yeah, yeah. So Journey into Mystery number eighty five was a comic that was released in October nineteen sixty two. It was the first modern age appearance of Loki. It was uh, okay. also the first appearance of Heimdall and Odin. Not Thor, though. Thor had appeared earlier. But Loki's right. first ever appearance was actually in a comic called Romantic Tales of Fantasy, Venus, Goddess of Love, Volume 1, Number 6, released April 1st, 1949. But I actually looked it up. That comic is on Marvel Unlimited, if you want to read it. It is. Um, it. And it said in the notes um, on Marvel Unlimited, it says this is a pre-Marvel appearance of Loki. So, so you think it's the same Loki? They're saying I mean, that that's the, it's canon. There's that's not the same Loki. But it they're says it's a pre-Marvel appearance. So I think what they're saying is he appeared, but maybe it's not the same Marvel or not the same Loki. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Yeah. If you, I think anybody picking up that comic book is going to be disappointed. <laughs> what they, what they find. That that is a it was a terrible book. It was. I mean, I, 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 I don't actually know. flipped it through it a little 40s. on Marvel Unlimited. You what? I actually flipped through it a little in Marvel Unlimited. I read the I I couldn't read the whole thing because it was garbage. <laughs> but I read I, I flipped through it too. I read the I looked at all the pictures, but it was just yeah, it just wasn't. And good. I looked in the Journey into Mystery looking. number eighty five. I flipped through that too. That looked cool. 
I actually, you know, the, I used Marvel Puzzle Quest more last night when I was doing my research. Not Marvel Puzzle Quest. I'm sorry, Marvel Unlimited. Um, no, no, no. Marvel, Marvel Puzzle Quest. <laughs> but I used it more because I looked up a bunch of stuff with Chronopolis. I looked up so much stuff. I was on. I actually researched using that app, which you think that would be my go-to research app. The actual comics. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. No, Marvel fandom is amazing. And Puzzle Quest. And All right, Puzzle so. Quest. <laughs> So getting into the episode, do you want to just start? We're ready. Sure. Absolutely. Else? Okay. Absolutely. All right. Let's do it. We have a lot to do. A lot of work to do. So yeah, we start, we start back um, on what the, on the timekeeper's head. It zeroes in on the timekeeper's head. Now we know from the last episode that the timekeepers are animatronic. They're robots. They're actually showbiz pizza robots. Yes. Or Chuck E. Um, cheese. If you're a kid, or Chuck E. cheese depends on your generation, I guess. But yeah. So, and then we get to Loki showing up with the other Lokis and they are in what is, what is, it looks like New York City. It's at least some version of New York City. Or also immediately see a dragon. And I know we're going to talk about this dragon, but it's like some kind of, it really honestly looks like the uh, never ending story. Oh, it looks like the, the nothing. Story. The nothing. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it looks like. Um, His name was a you. <laughs> I like never ending okay. story. Okay. <laughs> Okay, we gotta we gotta hold it together, Gunner. It's, we just got here, and we have a lot to do. But so we get to we get to Sylvie uh, talking to I cannot Ravana Rensler. Yes, Rensler, uh, and basically holding her hostage until we get back to the Loki's traveling. And essentially, it comes down to they're running from that dragon, which is called what is that dragon called? Uh, Eliath. Eliath, yeah. So right here with the three Lokis talking, I mean, this whole conversation, they're they're essentially just going through the world. So before they get into the Loki bunker, what do you have, Gunnar? I think there's a lot. I actually have nothing. Really? I'm just kidding. (laughs) I've got like six pages. No. uh, So first off, this episode is awesome because as as someone who hosts a lost podcast, we have to go back in the light of a podcast network. There's so much like lost stuff in this, like the smoke monster and the hatch. And it just I I felt very at home watching this episode. So um, so actually, when we first saw this, I thought this was a New York kind of like you said, we're in New York. But I think it is. I think there's just all these New York landmarks, like all the, and not just New York, but there's tons of stuff. Are you, are you, are you familiar with Chronopolis and the comics? Cause in Chron- Chronopolis is, um, Kang, the conquerors, like, I don't know what you call his home base, his hometown. You could see it in the background of Ant-Man and Wasp. Yeah, uh, I've seen I've seen a lot of people talking about yeah. that. But yeah. in Chronopolis, one thing about it is Kang has a lot of trophies of his time time traveling. What we mean by that is like there's the Sphinx and there's uh there's uh uh pyramids and just landmarks and stuff litter metropolis so or chronopolis that kind of what it, it reminded me of but um so as as the opening which was awesome the kind of twisting yeah. tracking shot um so as we're going into the void which is what we're calling this place it's not called uh chronopolis it's not called um limbo they're calling it the void so as we go in the void the camera moves and we see a bunch of things uh first thing we see is the lighthouse of alexandra which is actually one of the seven wonders of the world um then we see uh, the sanctum santorum pops up on the right or on the left and then on the right we see the avengers towers you notice that right 
Yeah, yeah, I saw the Avengers Tower, yeah. But did you notice that it didn't say Stark on the building or or the A for the Avengers Tower? Did it say anything? It did. Oh, what it, did it, it said say? It said QENG. Are you familiar with QENG? QENG. NG. That's Kang. So let me read this. What Q, Kang, Kang Enterprise, QENG, is a company to which Stark Industries sold the old Avengers Tower located on 58th and Broadway in Manhattan. So the CEO of QUENG was Mr. Griffin. Are you familiar with Mr. Griffin? Yeah, Mr. Griffin is Kang. Uh, Mr. Griffin uh, it was the CEO. As a consequence of a glitch in the time stream, Kang the Conqueror was split uh, was split apart into different versions of himself. One of these versions became trapped in the early 21st century, held back by some kind of like firewall of time, um, but unwilling to wait 2000 years to catch up with the original era. This Nathaniel Richards decided to create his own dynasty in this time period under the alias of Mr. Griffin. Uh, Kang become a businessman and CEO of Kang enterprise. Um, so, this is well, that Nathan, Nathan Richards is Fantastic Four. That's the Nathan, son of Nathaniel Reed. Richards. Th- that is Kang. Oh, so it's that's right because Nathaniel Richards then is, is he he's Frank, Iron is Lad. He, is it oh, Nathaniel okay. Richards? Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. thinking of Freddie Richards or whatever. I, I'm thinking kid? of the dad because isn't Kang oh. also Reed Richards' dad? Oh, I haven't got that for you. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of them. That, is, that piece is not well, on Puzzle Quest, so I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, well, but I, the, the thing is, uh, and, and I don't want to skip all the way to the end, but I, I definitely, you, you keep seeing people that are saying it's not Kang, that it's, um, there's another version. We'll get to that. I'm, I know you probably know this, this, you know what I'm talking about too, but it's got to be Kang. Like, they're just, I, they're I so think there's hard, so but. much evidence pointing towards Kang that it's not Kang. We'll get to that later. So. No, I know, but that's what that's going to piss me off. Like, that's going to be bullshit. It's going to be fine. I do think like, Kang oh, will like, show up in a post credit scene, but I don't think that... I don't... We'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. So a couple it's other things. Um, we find out that there is... Uh, that they're in a void and that uh, the giant black purple pile of smoke is Eliath. Um, yeah. are you familiar with Elias in the comics? No, I wasn't. I had no idea. I thought it was the never. By the way, if you look up Elias, it, this might be literally the most comic accurate thing Marvel's ever done. He looks in the comic oh. exactly like this. So let me read this. Elias is the first being who broke free from the constraints of time. His empire is larger than that of Kang himself, stretching billions of years uh, to uh, to before the rise of man on earth. His dominance, approximately two to three times as large as Kang's temporal empire. It is because of Eliath that Kang never attempted to expand his empire vertically into more distant time eras than, bef- than therefore extends only as far back as 2000 BC. Okay, so, so here's a little more on Eliath. Kang created a barrier preventing Eliath from entering his domain. After Kang was left on the brink of death, Ravana... Uh, assumed his identity and took over his empire. So essentially, um, uh, Eliath was sent to stop or was, was kind of in Kang's way. So Eliath's story is connected to Kang's story. So Eliath is there. He created something else to protect his domain from Eliath. Um, and Eliath almost killed Kang and Ravana took over his empire. So she has tie, he has ties to Ravana, he has ties to Kang. Um, Eliath is a big deal. And again, 
pointing more towards Kang, which it has to be Kang. I want it to be Kang. I want it, I to, want be it to be Kang. I want it to be Kang. We know Kang's coming anyway. Like yeah, there, yeah. We, there's no there's no getting around to being Kang. And honestly, that lines up with WandaVision, where it's like, listen, we're we're giving you clues to things that are definitely happening. So it's not like a big twist. But what could happen, and again, we could talk about more as we get to the end. What could happen is that it is um what is it? People keep saying it's the other guy, like the, a guy I've never even heard of. He who People remains that-, that you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, he who remains. I think it's he because, who remains, but I have more on he who remains. So uh, it probably is, but he who remains will be some version of Kang, like we just talked about. With I don't uh, think all so. The I think it's someone else, someone that we've I already think, met. I th- okay, I think you're wrong. You're very wrong. Okay. okay. All right. So, so a couple, a couple other things. Um, oh, wow, okay. Go. So at this point, Ravana, uh, when she's talking to uh, to Sylvie, says, uh, you know that uh, she wants to know who lied to her. I don't know if she's lying or not. I think later on when B-15 says something, we'll get to that. But I, 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 I'm, I'm still torn on, on Ravana's story. So some other yeah. things we see as they're walking, the Lokis are walking towards the hatch. We see an old ship, uh, like a giant ship, which uh-huh. I've seen people online say that it's the Santa Maria from Christopher Columbus. I don't know. I don't Who cares? Know yeah. That's uh, the case. A UFO. Care. Which is interesting. I just see that. Um, and then, as they're they're as they get closer to the hatch, they walk in front of Red Skull's plane from the first Captain America movie. Remember that thing that, uh, that spun around? Oh dang it! I didn't know what that was. Nice. Yeah, yeah I knew it had to be something, but I had no idea. And then I looked at it so many times. We nice. see these giant heads, which I have no idea what those are reference to or not. I don't know. Well, there's one. You see the head. I can't remember where it is, but you see. I don't know what those giant heads are. We see, there's but, two other heads later on. Which which yeah we, yeah, we'll yeah. okay 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 because once yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure. But then uh, also, and then also, I don't know if you caught this, but uh, they're standing in front of a pile of lunch trays, and I think they're oh. their lunch trays from the TVA. Um, it looks like a mountain of lunch trays. Um, That's awesome. And if you look closely, bunch of empty Boku boxes. <laughs> so I, no think, I think these guys at the TVA are eating their lunch and instead of getting up to put the tray they're just zapping it and so so, funny. there's so many trays all over this place like when they did the gag the, the floorboard gag when it went down there's trays in the ground like so many trays so they're using this area as their garbage That's exactly what they're, they're like eh, which let's be honest I would probably do the same thing I'm lazy as yeah. crap um, it's funny you pause it right on the pile. You can absolutely see, see the, the Boku boxes. <laughs> you were making that up. Like, no, it's not. If you pause it, <laughs> sure there. Like that is, man, that is some attention to detail, though. That that Boku joke is it's literally just for you. Like no one else. There, I, I don't imagine. It is 90- for you, me, and Richard Lewis. That's it. Just <laughs> three of us. Lewis, like finally, maybe I'll make a return on the Boku. But it's so funny how much that Boku shows up, and yeah. no one. I guarantee you, ninety percent of people are not paying attention to that at all. But it's if you that is uh, to me that seems like the Boku payoff is <laughs> when you yeah. that, that frame, and it's all the trays where they're using this area as just their garbage can, and it's full of brown trays and Boku. So here's another line that I found interesting. Classic Loki tells us that there's so many Lokis here because Loki survived. So I thought that's interesting. So we'll get to that later. Um, A couple other things before they get to the gag we talked about already. Uh, We see a head, a shot of a giant yellow jacket helmet from Ant-Man. Um, Very quick. You very quickly see that. Which, because if you remember, he just kind of disappeared. So maybe he ended up in the quantum realm and maybe that's 
where this is. If this is Chronopolis, maybe that's what this, I don't know. But uh, and then we also see a nuclear warhead and Chris, the Thanos copter, the Thanos copter. So that's honestly, that is, that is the peak for me for this episode. I love the Thanos copter. I want to talk about it a little bit. But there's a oh crap I didn't pull the episode. But a couple things about the Thanos copter is it showed up in in a episode in a in an issue of it was like Spidey Adventures. I, I can look up the uh, I can look it up. But it was a, it's a Spidey Adventures. It's a single. It's a one off. Um, it's it, it, it doesn't make any sense. I, I think you said that they they have a toy. Yeah they yeah yeah. There was a toy in the nineties or something. So more than likely they were just doing that, but yeah, Spidey Super Sort Spidey Super Stories number thirty nine. Now I have this issue somewhere. I really wish I could find it, but I I bought it because I thought it was ridiculous. It's Thanos fights uh, Spider Man and Hellcat in this helicopter. He doesn't use the Infinity Gauntlet. He doesn't use his strength. He doesn't use anything. He just uses a helicopter. He's just a big guy in a helicopter. But the other thing that's interesting, Gunner, I don't know if you know this one. Uh, the blade that Thanos uses in Endgame. Yes, is that is a after. direct reference to the Thanos copter. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was amazing. Like, man, these guys do the research. Like, they're definitely looking at more than just uh, Marvel Puzzle Quest. Like, these guys are really <laughs> looking at stuff. But they should also look at Marvel Puzzle Quest. Yeah, they so the Thanos copter, I got it right here. Uh, it's actually five appearances of the Thanos copter. Really? Uh, let's see the Loki TV series, Spidey stories, volume one, number 39. Yeah. Lego Marvel's Avengers, Deadpool yeah. volume five, issue 45 and crazy volume four. Yeah. I think they used it. They use it as a serious, that, that Spidey stories issue. It's not a joke. It's not like they do it. It's it's, I think it's Canon. Like it's actually Canon that that happened. And then Thanos at the end gets arrested. And I don't know how he gets away, but he gets arrested by the police, not the space police, just the regular old police. And by the way, in uh, in Deadpool volume five, issue 45, Thanos picked Deadpool up in the Thanos copter after he hired him uh, to steal the cosmic cube. For You know, what's you know, what's really funny is the 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 in the th- in the I'm not a huge fan of Deadpool comics. The movies are pretty good, but I'm just not I'm just not like a big Deadpool fan, but. In the comics, Deadpool and Thanos have a, a pretty big back and forth. Like they have a like a pretty tumultuous relationship because they were both in they were both in love with Death for a yeah, while. Yeah, didn't Thanos so, or uh, didn't he bang Death? Deadpool. Like, yeah, yeah, that he was did. Thanos' so girl. <laughs> so they've been fighting off and on. But the thing about that is, Gunner, is that you would think like there's no way they'll ever do a movie TV show about that, but <laughs> but now Deadpool is now part of the Marvel universe and. Thanos and Cable, Cable, who's part of the Deadpool movies, they're both played by Josh Brolin. There is a really good possibility that we get Thanos picking up Deadpool in the Thanos copter. Which is officially canon now. I love Loki (laughs) because Throg and the the Thanos copter are totally like, and I think, I mean, as someone, as someone that loves these, these movies, I think the people who made Loki are just like, I think uh, Kevin Feige's like the, whatever weird crap you find in our, the history of Marvel comics, put it on this planet. Yeah. Yeah. I dare you to find weirder crap. than well, it's just a good place to put it because yeah. it, it doesn't necessarily, it doesn't affect anything. the canon. Yeah, yeah. Right. But we do, as we're going through, after we see the Thanos copter, as we're going through the dirt, we see a couple things too. We see the, 
We see M- Mjolnir. More trays. Was that? And more trays. More trays. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't get the tray thing. I'm so glad you told me that. That's hilarious. The more trays, of course. The Mjolnir, and of course, Throg bouncing around. Now, I don't know if you got this. Do you know where they got the sound for Throg? Did I believe it's that? from Avengers when Thor was in the cage. Uh, that's what it's I, the same sound. It sounds like it. Yeah, that's so awesome. There's so many good things about this show. It's little stuff like that. It's and this this this. This episode specifically is just so dense. But this is how I think WandaVision was. Like, there was yeah. all these different, like, heavy things happening. But I but don't know if there. they put it there or if we put all that stuff there in our own mind. Well, when you say we, I definitely think you made yourself. <laughs> yes, you did that. I, did. I, I didn't do anything. You were you were hardcore. thought the Grim Reaper was going to show up for about two episodes. You were just absolutely positive the Grim Reaper was going to show up. Not at all. Not even close. <laughs> So, but this one, but this one is, it's all there. Like it's, they're not hiding anything. Like Throg is there bouncing around in the, in a jar and Mjolnir is there. And we saw Thanos' helicopter. It's all there. And I believe I didn't put this in my notes, but, uh, there was a number on the jar that said like T386 or something, which was the actual, I looked at, I didn't put in my notes, the comic number Thor 386, which is the first appearance of Throg. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So getting back to the show, uh, we I think we're at this, at this point they're in the bunker, and then we go back to to uh, Sylvie and uh, Rinslier, and they're talking and, and trying to figure out where they are, how to get to them. They go, they talk about going before time. Um, Sylvie mentions or Rinslier mentions that there's a spaceship that can take them, and they're about they're waiting for the spaceship, and then the rest of the TVA shows up. Um, they. She battles the TVA. She hides behind a uh, something. She hides, she hides behind the um, judge podium or whatever it is. And they're trying to get her out of there. And she just, what do, what do they call it? Pruning? She's, she pruned herself? Prunes herself. She prunes herself so that she can end up where Loki is. And I really want to get there, Gunnar, because that's where, that's where a lot of the stuff happens. At this point, it's just like setting up for what's about to happen. But now everybody that we really care about in this show is really in this new, is this the void? Is this what you're calling the void? Yeah, they're calling it the void. Well, what was the TVA in? Where are they in? They didn't say. Okay. Yeah. It's just the TVA. <laughs> well, at least, at least we know Marvel puzzle quest didn't say. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but yeah, we, so we go back to the Lokis and this is where we meet president Loki, which I was a little bummed. President Loki, I believe is leading a bunch of other versions of Loki. Yeah, I think so. Weird. Too. But I was a little bummed that this isn't our Loki. Yeah, I, I thought that was, sister. yeah. I was a little bummed because I thought there was going to be something where he was running for president. I mean, the Lokis are basically hanging out. They don't want to do anything. They basically just hide. All they're doing is surviving. But obviously our Loki, Loki Prime, wants to get out, wants to do something and solve something. And as he's leaving the bunker, that's when President Loki shows up and all the other Lokis with him. President Loki, everybody, that it just... That issue I've read those issues of President Loki they're not they're just not that good but it, him in this outfit is awesome like yeah. I just really wanted him to hang out and be President Loki of this area for a while but it's just it's just him but what's funny is they don't spend any time this is the first Loki version that we've seen that is just an exact replica of the Loki product. yeah 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 they look exactly the same and they spend zero time together so a fight ensues it's actually a pretty cool fight uh, Loki uh, old Loki. Played by Richard E. Grant. Grant. Richard E. Grant. Richard E. Grant. Played by Richard E. Grant uses um, illusions to to take out the to keep the other Loki's busy. So the Loki's that were with young Loki, young Loki, old Loki, Loki Prime, Alligator Loki, they escape. Other the what's his name didn't make it, right? Well, he was he he turned on them. 
Oh, that's right. That's right. I forgot about that. That's, a, that's an important piece. Yes. He, what's that Loki called? Uh, what do they call him? Loki the Boastful just. Loki? Boastful Loki. So Boastful Loki was a traitor. Help them help the other Lokis get in the bunker. It's really confusing. You have to say Loki 15 times just in this, <laughs> in this dialogue. But a lot of Lokis fight each other. One Loki turns the other Lokis. That's what Loki does. And then they go to fight the Loki, the dragon. Yeah. So this dragon is coming up on, what's, what's it called? The Goliath. Goliath is coming up on the ship. Where did this ship come from? Um, Why is that ship? There? I just think it was pruned. I think uh, young Loki or kid Loki had a device that tells him when the next portal is going to open. Uh, okay. um, and he saw that something was open and the ship, more on the ship in a sec, by the way, um, okay. opened up. Well, I mean, now's the time to talk about the ship, right? Because the next part we get to is the car driving up. Okay. Yeah. So I got a whole bunch of stuff, obviously. Okay. Um, okay. So uh, real quickly, Ravon and Miss Minutes, are, they set up Sylvie um, and she steals the temp pad and, and she steals uh, Ravana's temp pad again, I mind you, since she stole it when she was a kid and she pruned herself. So my question to you, Chris King, how come when she prunes herself, the pruning rod drops to the floor, but the temp pad does not. It stays in her pocket. Pruning rod can't prune itself. Thank you. That's a very good answer. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's just like a knife can't stab itself. A knife can't right. stab itself. Right. <laughs> okay, so back in the hatch, they're drinking Roxy wine, uh, which is obviously a reference to Roxanne and the Rocks cart store. Um, we find out that boastful Loki claims that he vanquished Captain America and Iron Man and claimed all three infinity stones, which alligator Loki calls bullshit on. Uh, we find out that, uh, alligator Loki's nexus event was he ate the wrong neighbor's cat. (laughs) (laughs) And we found out earlier that kid Loki's nexus event was that he killed Thor. Yeah. So, and for possibly the third and final time, Kid Loki was drinking. He wasn't drinking wine. Did you catch what he was drinking? Was it a Boku? No. Ecto freaking cooler. Dang it. No, I missed it. Ah, there's so much. So I the, only third, the third uh, drink that no longer exists, uh, Kid Loki was drinking Ecto cooler. And by the way, they re-released Ecto cooler when the yeah. women Ghostbusters came out. And I was so excited. I bought one thinking I haven't had Ecto cooler in 30 years. Wasn't as good as I remembered. <laughs> no, there's a reason they don't. If it was good, they would keep making it. That's yeah. the thing. That's the thing about stuff. If people liked it, they would just keep making it. They don't not make stuff because people are buying it. Yeah. Yeah, it's not It's not good. Okay. I did the same thing. They re-released Surge. Remember Surge? Oh, yeah, yeah. They re-released Surge. And I think it was, I, I swear to God, they didn't, it wasn't the same recipe because Surge used to be green. But I had that one. I thought it was released, yellow. It was, was it not yellow? It was green. It was hardcore green. I remember the one time I was super into Surge. I don't know why, but I remember they had it at a fountain drink and you could get all the Surge you wanted. And it was crazy. So we, before we went to the skate park, we jacked ourselves up on Surge on like for a dollar for these gigantic cups of Surge. And they were and they were green. And I think what they did with the re-release was they replaced it's just Mountain Dew. It's yeah. like Mountain Dew in a Surge can, which is a bummer. Was, but that, yeah, Surge was, was there someone on Harder Brunch podcast that talked about buying like a case of surge or something. And his wife's like, he put it on a shelf and like displayed yeah. his liver. What, what, I, I kind of remember what was that story? Nikki Reed, Nikki Reed, who's a local uh, radio show host, easily the biggest celebrity we've ever had on Harvard brunch. She's the she one that's friends with your wife. Because, 
She she was she was roommates with my wife. Yeah, this the the only reason she would have come on is because she's roommates with my wife. She's fantastic though. But her husband bought a case of Surge, and he, he that's where I had it. That's actually how I had it. Like she brought one for me. I'm like, oh my god, thank you so much. And I was drinking it on the show, but he wanted to display it. He's like, cool, I'll put this up here. She said, no, we're not putting cans of soda as decoration. He's like, people want to talk about it. People will see it and say, hey, is that Surge? And then we'll have it. It's a conversation starter. He was right. Like, this guy sounds Nikki, like Nikki, Nikki no, said it was up there. People are like, is that Surge? And it always starts a conversation. So this guy uh, and Nikki sound like me and my wife's relationship. Because so many times, like I bought an alias bar sign on eBay. Yeah, I was so excited. I bought. I got it for fifty cents. Didn't read the fine print that it was fifty dollars to ship. My wife very mad about it. Um, and so we used to have a bar in our house, I hung it in the bar and, uh, my wife's like, you should just throw that away. So every time someone came over, I'm like, Hey, come here. I'm like, next time you're by my wife and me comment how awesome that alias bar sign is. <laughs> and every time someone would do that, my wife would just turn and just tell me to shut up. But, <laughs> well, I, I, but I think, I think with, I think with the surge with Nikki and his name is Nick, which is hilarious. Nikki, <laughs> Nick and Nikki. Um, but they, but my stepsister Kristen do, married a guy named Kristen, Kristen and Kristen. That's more weird. That's ridiculous. But they, but people are talking about the search. Like people would come up and actually talk about the search. It was, it did everything you said it would. And I did too. I like, Hey, is the surge that we talked about surge. We talked about how it tastes like Mountain Dew. It was a conversation start. So a couple more okay. thing. Uh, so a couple more things. We find out that uh classic Loki hates knives thinking they stunt yeah. magical potential. Uh, he's so powerful. He found out that he faked his death to Thanos, disguised himself as debris, and lived out the rest of his days on a remote planet in solitude. More on that later. Um, behind classic Loki is that Plebeus uh, video game we talked about a couple weeks ago. Did you catch that? Did we talk about that? Yeah, that's a on video. G- yeah, yeah, that's a video game. I know what Plebeus is. Yeah, yeah, yeah we mentioned it a couple times actually. Um, it, it, it's a real game now. They remade it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. You can it's it, not I, fun. <laughs> I don't think it. Uh, I don't think that the government is brainwashing people with it, though. No, I, I don't think that either. It's a, it's cool that it was back there. Like it's just a, a bunch of like funny winks and nods. But that they actually remade. It, they made it, and it, it it was a real game, and it's just not fun. This no. is not. A, it's. I think people took it away because it's not a fun game. <laughs> um. So we saw. So. Uh, Back to the hatch opening up. We saw President Loki and a bunch of people, including that horned Loki. Uh, back when, remember at the beginning, uh, like second or third episode, when they're flashing back and Mobius is showing all the different variants of Loki, there was like the Loki with the real horns and the long beard. That guy showed up in President Loki's crew. I don't know if you caught that. So, yeah, well, that's the thing is like, so what we're saying is these are all Lokis. Yeah, yeah. These are all these people. I think so, at least. Okay. And so that, that guy that we saw earlier showed up in in uh present. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I did see that. I did see that. Um a couple other things. Uh so when Sylvie wakes up, she's in a school bus and as she's running away from uh Eliath, she kind of quickly enchants him for a split second and she kind of sees, kind of gets a glimpse of what's at the end of time. She's saved by Mobius, who's uh in a pizza truck. And did you catch the license plates on the pizza truck? No, it said G R N W one D, which I think is a reference again to Mark Grinwald, who we mentioned a couple weeks ago, the guy from Oshkosh, Wisconsin, who was former, uh, he's a writer, penciler, 
former editor in chief yeah. of Marvel. And in the comics, he's the inspiration for Mobius. Like they drew Mobius to look like this guy. Um, oh. And the more I see Owen Wilson and see pictures of this actual Mark Grunwald guy, he looks exact. Like they did a great job of making Owen Wilson look like this guy. Um, I mean, all they did was put a mustache on. Yeah, but I don't <laughs> I mean, know. He just, just Owen Wilson. Maybe it's just because I, I don't know. Um, anyway, we see uh, the Sphinx and a pyramid. Um, mm. And then something that uh, kind of looked like Stonehenge. I don't know if that was. Um, but did you know that the Sphinx actually shows up in Marvel Comics before? Um, in Marvel, the Great Sphinx is actually a time machine used by Kang when he ruled as King Tut. So, Dang it, you're right. No, I didn't even catch that. But yeah, that's that's where I think Kang started because the Fantastic Four showed up yeah. in ancient Egypt. Yeah, yeah. And he was ruling that as whatever his name Rama was there. Tut. He wasn't even, yep, he wasn't even Kang then. Um, but yeah, but that, that's how they defeated him. He escaped. That's, that's where he, when he escaped from that whole adventure after that, that's when he, he doesn't even pick up the armor until after that whole battle with the fantastic four. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't even pick that up. And like I mentioned earlier in Chronopolis, that Sphinx and the pyramid both appear in Chronopolis in the background. Um, so I got stuff more inside the hatch with the fight. Um, yep. so back inside the hatch, uh, they're all double, triple crossing everyone. Gator Loki bites off President Loki's hand, which was awesome. <laughs> um, and then, uh, and then we talk. We're back to Sylvie and Mobius. Um, this is stupid, but while they're in the car driving, they mention annihilation or annihilate like ten times. And of course, annihilation is the comic that that planet was from that uh, they're in. Yeah, which I would have never known if you hadn't caught that annihilation. I don't know what the, what it is about that series. I really just don't like it. <laughs> and it bothers me even time they bring it up. I just remember reading it. The art was bad. The story was bad. And I they just, don't just like it. say annihilate. I mean, I get it. Lamentus one is from annihilate. But that guy must whoever wrote this must love that comic. So apparently. Um, so uh, and then the USS Eldridge shows up, um, which is uh, actually, you know what? Uh, I didn't put it in here. I thought, oh, yeah, here it is. So as the, everyone's fighting and classic Loki makes um, makes uh, visions of them. Yeah. Did you catch how they how they escaped? They played get help from Ragnarok. Remember, get help. Where, oh, where no. he picks him. So uh, that's they're fighting uh, Loki and Thor. It's like, I'm not doing get help. I'm not getting playing. Get no, help. I know. I remember get help from Ragnarok, but I thought they just did the I didn't know that. That's well, what he they picked did up here. Loki just... Gator and threw it at them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I don't I mean, that's a little bit different than regular get help. But that Loki Gator is really the star of this episode. Absolutely. Too. He really absolutely. steals every scene that he's in. So uh, so the USS Eldridge, I did a little research on just a little. Um, the USS Eldred is a, a cannon class destroyer. Escott uh, was a ship of the United States Navy. Um, but, but there was something called the Philadelphia experiment. Are you familiar with this? Uh-uh. So the Philadelphia experiment was a purported naval military experiment at the Philadelphia Naval Shipyard in Philly, PA, uh, sometime around October 1943, in which the Eldridge was rendered invisible by cloaking device uh, to human observers for a brief period. The story is considered a hoax. There's a general lack of evidence for the, the alleged experiment, and the person who started the myth actually... Carlos Miguel Alande actually admitted he made up the story, but they made a movie about it in 1984 called the Philadelphia experiment, a sequel called Philadelphia experiment two, and it made for TV movie in 2012 
also called the Philadelphia Experiment. All about a, a story that a guy admittedly just made up. And as you would say, this all happened in Marvel? In the MCU? No. It didn't happen in Marvel Comics? No. No. But we're mentioning no. it right here. A lot of, uh, about 20 minutes of things that aren't related to anything <laughs> we're talking about at all. But then we get back to the show that we are talking about and we roll up to Sylvie and Mobius driving up to the Lokis uh, and they meet. And this is where I think as they meet, this is where Sylvie basically tells them that she, I mean, there's a lot of stuff here, but essentially tells them that she can enchant yeah. the dragon. Elias, thank you. Wait, Elias? Elias. Elias. It's like Goliath with an A instead of Elias. Elias. So we go to the TVA. We go back to um, we go back to TVA for a while. Rensselaer is talking to uh, E15. They kind of do the back and forth about how she was stolen, how she was kidnapped. I mean, Rensselaer at this point is a bad guy. I mean, we're we're really seeing it, which is great. I mean, I think you you called it at the very very beginning of us doing this is that the TVA would be bad, and they're really turning into it. It, it was a pretty quick switch for the TVA since the last episode. The TVA is now the bad guy without question, yeah, um, yeah. which is interesting. So we go back to I think the the scene with the two Loki's is important. We do realize that they both do like each other. They acknowledge that they like each other they put loki puts his blanket around her uh sylvie makes fun of whatever the cloth is it's that the blanket is, is this of. a tablecloth <laughs> there was no reason for that at all like what is this a tablecloth that i thought that was funny because it's not like a warm looking blanket at all it does look like a, it looks like his cape it looks like a loki cape uh so they're going to they essentially are going to take on Elias. she's going to go enchant Elias. um this is just at the end of this is when they're kind of fighting them old loki is using his powers of enchantment to create, create an entire city. My favorite line from this episode is, I think Sylvie says something, and, and Loki says, I think we're more powerful than we think. Yeah. So, Which was super cool. So up until essentially this battle with Goliath and not getting to actually getting through Goliath, um, Gunnar, we'll kind of wait for that piece. But what do you have up until this? Okay, so a couple things. Um, so Sylvie and Mobius, they're in the car. There's a great scene, and her theory is that the person they're after is beyond the void at the end of time, which we'll get to later. Uh, the Ravana B-15 thing, uh, B-15 points out, she just wants to see, that Ravana just wants to see who is behind the TVA, which I believe. Do you believe that? You Do you believe Ravana knows who's at the end of time? Man, that's a really good question. It was interesting that that even was brought up. I, I just thought that, she, I mean... I think it I definitely I, I, points to it not being Kang, and that's why I don't think it's Kang. I want it to be Kang more than anything. I called it, Kang in the first episode we did. If it's not Kang, it's it's fine. It's it's fine if it's not Kang. If, if eventually we know we'll see Kang, so it really doesn't matter. But yeah, yeah. it is kind of a bummer if it's not Kang because there are fifty thousand different clues that it is. Yeah, yeah. But and, there are fifty thousand clues that it was Mephisto. No, no gunner, there were not. <laughs> no, there was not. Listen. No, there was not, man. I, 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 you, you, you pulled me down that rabbit hole too. I started believing it was Mephisto too, but Gunnar Mephisto didn't show up. Although, no. you know what though, it would, it would, you know what, the best people that it could be, Kang, Kang would be great, but even better would be Mephisto. Even better, that Wonder would be Man. awesome. <laughs> it was Wonderman and Mephisto <laughs> sitting on a throne, playing ping pong at the end of time. That was it. That was it. That's all they were doing. I, I, I mean, I, I get once again. Whatever they do here, fine. If we're wrong, 
if, if, if what we're saying doesn't happen, I don't think it's because we're wrong. I think they're wrong. That's what I'm <laughs> like they, they should have done it our way. That's the point. Yeah. So a couple other things, uh, Loki and Sylvie are talking and we talked about the blanket, but how is he cold? How are they cold? They're frost giants. They are not really oh, cold. Call, They're call. just trying to Mac under that blanket or a tablecloth. Maybe, yeah, maybe she wasn't cold at all. I, I, I don't think they can be. Like they're both pretty superhuman. Yeah. They both have pretty superhuman abilities. This isn't a cold area. No. Like no one's ever talked about being cold before. He's I think just trying. It, you're right. He's no, ma- making his move. Um. Yeah. So Loki tells Sylvie that he's betrayed everyone: his brother, his father, his home. Um. It's not who he is anymore. She points out that there is no more TVA, that if there's no more TVA, there might be a timeline for him to rule. So more on that later. Um, So as right as they're getting ready to fight Elioth, we see a couple things. We see kind of a shot in the field and we see, did you catch what we was in the background there? Uh, I don't know where we are, but Ronan's black. Aster, his ship. Oh, I did Guardians. see that. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And then as they as they kind of turn around perspective, we see a front shot of them. Did you catch what was there? Well, that was the Living Tribunal the head. Living Tribunal head. Good job, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a grown man. <laughs> I'm watching this. I'm reading the comic books. I'm watching the show. You're Everyone's just not on like Puzzle Quest, right? No, I'm just not on Puzzle Quest. <laughs> but that one was that was pretty cool. The only thing I would say about the Living Tribunal that means this is what I think all this stuff means, Gunner. All the stuff we're seeing right now. I think that means we're not going to see it anywhere else, which is bad news for Throg. Yeah. Very bad news for Throg. Living Tribunal, that means that, you know, living, it's like what they're doing is they're saying, like, hey, we're going to put all this stuff in here. Like, we're going to throw whatever, but this means that we're not going to see it anywhere. Yeah, yeah. We're never going to see we'll never, the Thanos copter again. We're never going to see Thanos and his copter getting arrested by the cops. We're probably never going to see the Living Tribunal, which is interesting because I really did think the Living Tribunal, as soon as Adam Warlock showed up at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy 2, I just assumed Living Tribunal would be there. Living Tribunal is a huge part of so, the Adam Warlock Infinity Gauntlet thing. So then at that same theory, do you think that um, they put those uh, warriors at Ragnarok because we'll never see them again? So do you think we'll never see Ares and never see uh, um, Beta Ray Bill? Or... Oh no, you're you're, you're talking about... In Ragnarok. About where they, Ragnarok, yeah. Do you I think that's the no, same no, no. reason? I, I, I don't think... I mean, maybe. I think I, we'll I think see Beta Ray Bill. I mean, they they are they are totally teasing it. Like there are so many. Do you know what he beta- would look like in a movie, though? Do you know what he would have to look like? He, he basically has been described as a horse without skin. <laughs> like that's that's what he looks like. And also, how would they get him to talk? Like he can't. There's no way he talks. He doesn't have know. lips. And he only. I mean, they're working you know, towards it. I, I just don't. My my point is, I just don't think that. Stormbreaker. 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 I just yeah, don't yeah. think that. I don't think that. Um, I don't it's think gonna be as, it's. I don't think he's going to be as interesting as you think it's going to be. It's just he's going to walk around. He's going to be bad. He, there's no way that he would look good, even at the top, the highest quality, best computer animation they could do. It's just not going to look good. I could see him showing up in a cartoon. Maybe that would make sense. I think he has been in cartoons before. And by I'm the way, sure Chris Beta Ray Bill in Puzzle Quest. Of course. He is. <laughs> Of course he is. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm not. People that are fans of Beta Ray Bill, there's only two people. There's people that are fans of Beta Ray Bill and people that don't care. I'm in the camp of I don't care. He shows up every once in a while. He was in Guardians of the Galaxy for a very short time. Um, it was like a ragtag group of Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, they in uh, in end in Endgame, they fight Corbinites, which is the species of Beta Ray Bill. Uh, 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 the uh, uh, do they show it? Yeah, I mean they're they're wearing armor, so you don't see their face. 
but it was confirmed that uh, that Gamora, Gamora and Nebula were fighting Corbinites, which is I, I go back and watch that scene. I didn't realize. Yeah, they don't. You can't. They don't look like Beta Ray Bill. Like they, they have armor on, but uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I I don't know. I know you're pushing for Beta Ray Bill. I don't see it. I don't really see him coming. Showing so, up. So yeah, the last thing the last thing I have before the fight is that Mobius tells Loki he's going to burn the TVA to ground, which is something Loki said in the very first episode of the series. Yeah, so I thought that was cool. I also really thought the old Loki fight with Eliath was super cool. I just thought that whole scene was awesome. And old Loki doing that, again, these are things that it's fanboy stuff. It doesn't serve anything for the actual film. And, and maybe if you you don't have the history, it's not that big of a deal. Or maybe it doesn't even look good. But old Loki using his powers, fighting this Eliath, which, as you said, looked exactly like what he did in the Marvel comic books. I don't, I'm not familiar with Eliath. But just this whole scene it's just ridiculous. And it, it's, it's such a stupid thing to say. And I'm, I'm never one of that's all about, um, you know, member Barry type stuff. And, you know, like, Oh, like this reminds me of my childhood, but it is crazy. Just thinking about sitting around reading comic books as a, as a kid and the stuff that you see in comic books, knowing that there's no way in the world they would ever be able to put this in a movie or TV show. Like comic books will only have this. You never see it. And then seeing it not only done, but done ridiculously well. It was crazy. It's just crazy to see old Loki fighting this thing. It's pulled right out of like a journey to mystery, like a uh, Jack Kirby uh, old comic book. Like it's crazy just looking at it and it looks great. And one thing about these three Marvel series, Disney plus series. Yeah. How awesomely comic accurate are these characters? I mean, Zemo with the mask and the, the, Falcon looked exactly like he did in the comic when he got that Captain America armor. Wow, Wanda, when she got her outfit. Um, and then cl- all these classic Loki, kid Loki, they all look so good. Um, yeah, no, they really do. I mean, the kid Loki looks is exactly comic accurate. Yeah. Like, it's it's crazy. So do you, I put this in my notes. I said to distract, distract Elias. I don't know if, I, I only have one more thing or two more things in this episode. I don't really have much on the fight. Uh, the only thing I have is to distract Elioth, classic Loki sacrifices himself. Apparently um, my first thing, which, which I would do want to talk about later uh, before we wrap here is what the post credit scenes are going to be. My initial thought was that the post credit scene was going to be uh, classic Loki seeing that he's still alive. Like that was going to be one of the post credit scenes that he, that was just an illusion that he made of himself that yeah. he's still alive. So do you think uh classic Loki actually sacrificed himself or do you think he will show up again? I, I don't think, I, I don't know if he did or didn't. I don't, I'd be surprised if he showed up again. I, I don't see, I don't think it'd be a post credit scene. Like if, if there's a big battle in the last episode, he could show up there maybe, but I think it, I think that was more of a cool, I don't see him as like a major character in anything. I think it's, that was a perfect drop of him like just a little bit of old loki in the in the old costume completely comic accurate costume looking ridiculous i'd be surprised if he shows up again but so do you want to uh, do you have more do you want to get to I'm, the because i want to I have, I have a million theories about this castle here yeah i have uh some stuff too uh, my only other comment i have is no post credit scene this episode i was really surprised i don't like that they don't tell you when they're going to do the post credits like i don't like not knowing like if you're going to do it cool i'm down i'll watch at the end of everyone but if you're going to do it every once in a while like an episode four of a six issue thing and only do it in episode four like with vonda once they did it they did it every episode every episode same yeah. thing with uh, falcon winter soldier which by the way i missed the one in falcon the first one in falcon winter soldier i missed it 
Well, the thing is, too, is you I, I fast forward to see if I'm going to because I don't want to sit there and wait the whole time. But if you fast forward, you could miss it. Yeah. Like you could miss the thing. But getting to they essentially get through Eliath. They in, in, they both enchant Eliath and get through this castle, get through what is essentially this castle, which is where I, I think is insinuated that whoever's actually running the TVA is living in this castle. I have a couple theories about this, and I've seen a couple theories about this. I know that it's been talked about, and I'll let you do this, but it's been my theories that I've heard is that it's been talked about it, that it's the House of Ideas, which would then be, what's his name? He Who Remains. Mm-hmm. I think that would be, that's a possibility. I think that would be stupid. I think that we we talked about Kang a million times um, because everything points to Kang. The other thing, if you look at this castle, and if you look up Latveria, if you ever look, just, just Google oh, Latveria, Doom. which is where Doom lives, Gunner, it looks like Latveria. It looks like Doom's castle. So I don't. I mean, they're all similar, and it could be that. But I think our long shot black horse is that it's Doom. That would be awesome. It would be awesome. It would be awesome, and that would be like if they tricked us and made us think it was Kang and it was actually Doom. That I could get behind. He who remains, I don't care. That's not a good reveal. It's it doesn't matter. What if it it is a Ravana Renslinger at the end of time? Well, that would be kind of a bummer too. I mean, unless it's unless, but I, I think that really contradicts the scene where she says she's trying to find out because if it was her yeah, but that's time, not no, not her. That's a variant of her that we keep seeing. Oh, yeah, that would be cool. That could be cool. But but I think what they'll do, I think if it's not if it's anybody but Doom, which I know it's a long shot, but I'm going to say Doom now because in the comic books, when they this is the thing, Gunner, when they split up the Ultimate Universe. And the regular Marvel universe, they kind of smash them up and combine them. In the in between those two universes, kind of colliding, was this place called Battle World, which is all these different. Yeah, that's that's isn't that from Secret Wars? Secret, that's right. So Secret Wars, they had Battle World, and it's all these different, essentially what ifs, but like what ifs if they happened. So we like, will because, see a Secret Wars, either movie or series, eventually. Well, wait, is, is Secret Wars, what's it, what, I always forget which one's the Skrull one. Is that Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion, yeah, I don't know which one. Yeah, I think we will see a Secret Wars. I think it'd be, other, at least an episode, something will be called Secret Wars, but. No, I think we'll yeah. see a Secret Wars. I think it'll be a movie, and I guarantee you they're going to pay the box. Robert Downey Jr.'s coming back. Chris Evans coming uh, back. Um, they're going to bring everyone back. Just to basically mash up the different timelines. Mephisto's going to be in it. Wonder Man. Uh, Someday Mephisto is going to be there, man. Beta Ray Bill. Let me let me see. Let me open Marvel Marvel Puzzle Quest and see who hasn't (laughs) been in the. I'm going to tell you right now. I think that Mephisto shows up in Spider Man because I have heard, and I hope it's not true. I don't know if I talked to. Yeah, you did. I don't think. I don't think they're going to do. I don't know, but I've I've heard the leak is that it's going to be like brand new day, and essentially Mephisto makes a deal with Spider-Man and in the comics, Mephisto makes a deal with Spider-Man. So it changes the timeline. And then, um, and then, uh, you know, so no one remembers that he's Spider-Man. I think that'd be stupid if that's the case. I hope that's not the case, but it, Mephisto shows up there. Also, Me- when I see Mephisto text, has been in movies before. What movie? He was in, uh, uh, what's the Johnny blaze one. That doesn't count. That's not MCU. I know, but <laughs> It's not the same. They own it now because it was Fox. Ghost, it was Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. Okay, so right. so yeah, so I I'm gonna say I'm gonna I hope it's Kang. My long shot theory is that it could be Doom, because that looks like the Castle Varia. But then there's also the House of Ideas. What are your thoughts on that that last castle? By the way, Peter Fonda played Mephisto. 
I don't care. I don't. <laughs> I, could, I couldn't care less about that terrible movie. Have you ever seen Ghost Rider? No, I've it? never seen any of them. I can't. I couldn't get. I couldn't even start it. Like I thought it'd be fun to watch. Like it'd be like a funny bad movie. It's man. It's really really bad. You and have not seen in a fun it? Way. No, I haven't finished it. I started watching it like I, I just got distracted and I said, I don't even know. So that means we're going to eventually have to watch it for our bad I think Marvel. we'll have to. If we do bad Marvel movies, Ghost Rider would have to be one of them. But it was, it. was I think it would be like what we did. What was the one we talked about, the Thomas Jane Punisher? Like yeah. There just yeah. wasn't a lot to talk about because yeah. it was just like bad, bad. It wasn't fun, bad. Yeah. yeah. But go ahead. What do you, what do you think okay. about this? Okay. So here, let's be honest. Kang makes way too much sense. I mean, Ravana Renslinger, why would she be in this if they weren't going to do Kang? Eliath? Kang Enterprise, the Sphinx, all, all these historical relics like in Chronopolis. I mean, I want it to be Kang more than anything. I don't think it's going to be Kang. I think at the end of time, it will be he who remains. And like I predicted earlier in this season, he who remains will be played by Kang. Richard E. Grant. Because oh. he who remains is classic Loki. Oh, I see what you're saying. He lived um, his life in isolation until the end of time when he decided to start the TVA. Why else would there be so many freaking Lokis in the void? Yeah, that's a that's he's a good pruning point. all the Lokis that don't die. I, I mean, I hate to say I want it to be Kang, but I think it will be sauce, it will be a Loki at the end of time. Maybe not Richard E. e. Grant, but it will be a Loki who will be he who remains. I think it'll be Richard E. Grant. I mean, I wouldn't that's mind too, Richard E. Grant That's too big up. of an actor to just cameo in one episode, don't you think? And not have a bigger I think role? that's what makes it funny. Yeah. But I think that's why I think that's why it makes sense that he would do it. I think it'd be a little weak if they did that one because they really I mean, they could. It's just it, it didn't it I just think sense. I want it to be Kang so bad. That I'm just trying to not disappoint myself. Like I mean, we don't have to. Time. We don't have to worry about it. Not seeing Kang. We yeah, Kang showing Kang up. Shows up. Kang showing up. We know he is. So uh, I mean, I, whoever shows up here, I, this is the thing. Whoever shows up here, I'm definitely not going to be ticked off. This show has been great. Yeah, I've loved every single episode. It's been it's really, right really good. up there. Wandavision, just a little below. I think not I much might, below. Might, not much I below. I think we'll wait until we'll wait to we're going to do what we always do when we do these and rank the shows. Yeah, but I think for me, I might I might look he's pulled ahead for me. I don't know. I, I don't know. Really I, I, I just sentimentally loved WandaVision. It just it reminds you of starting this podcast. I don't I, I think it's safe to say that Falcon Winter Soldier is far below these two shows. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, I don't ever want to watch Falcon Winter Soldier again. Really, but, but wow. I don't think so. I, I I had a good time we were doing the podcast. It's just it's not like I hate it. I don't. I'm not angry at it. Um, I do think about that last scene with Anthony Mackie and it's kind of a the speech. Stupid. His speech, yeah, it was kind of dumb. <laughs> like, but but the fights. I mean, everything was cool about it. It's not like I don't like it. It's just again, and we've talked about this before. It's hard to go back to because there's not a lot of meat there. It's a lot of really good action. I, I do like but in that scene that Anthony Mackie's uh, idea. You know how they can uh, how they can instead of just calling over the terrorists just do better okay well, yeah. what is, just just do better yeah yeah do better yeah, no i didn't like it i didn't like that that much also also i still i always every time i think about that show the first thing i think about is they left all that food in the back him and his sister left all that food in the back of the pickup truck <laughs> oh, the yeah, and then fed it to homeless people <laughs> <laughs> all I get, every time i think about the show I'm like why do they do that like why did they just drop the food on first why would they it's they live in the hottest everything they where they live is a swamp like you can't leave food out 
it's disgusting. And then they gave it to homeless people. But uh, yeah, but I, I mean, this show, this show has been so good. And it, the this thing, WandaVision didn't have a lot of action. No, I mean, it was this really, series was doesn't have a lot of action. I would disagree. I mean, there's been I, it's not at the level that uh, Falcon Winter Soldier is. But think about it when they Sylvie and Loki had a pretty big fight scene in the last episode um, when they're it, they, it, it, in the last episode it, when they're escaping, they're trying to escape the planet and get on that the arc. That was a pretty there was a pretty good back and forth there. I mean, they're yeah. It's, okay, it's, let me let me tell you this. Falcon Winter Soldier, my favorite parts were the action scenes. Loki yeah. and WandaVision, my least favorite parts are the action scenes. I think that what's yeah. the they're not driving the show. The action is driving Falcon and Winter Soldier. The right. story and the mystery behind it and the theorizing and the Easter eggs, that is what's leading Loki and uh, I thought uh, right. No, I think it's because what they're everything is basically just a, a catalyst in Falcon Winter Soldier. It seems like everything is just a mechanism to carry you to the next fight scene. Yeah. Whereas these shows is just part of the story that's going on and definitely not the main th- through line of the story, but it's just stuff keeps happening. But yeah, these are, this is this, I, I feel like just this, this show is more dense, yeah. but we could, I could feel differently. I think I might've been a little burned by the end of WandaVision because we got so hyped up on what it was. And then at the end, it's like, no, there's no, no secret reveal. Like and I that. haven't found this, but I hear people saying that they're doing a second season of Loki. I've, well, I've heard that too, but I've only heard it from you. So yeah. I don't know what <laughs> I just hear whatever you hear. So I don't, I don't know. But Marvel um, Puzzle yeah. Quest told me. No, I'm just kidding. Is that what Puzzle Quest says? So, okay, but, Crystal, uh, what, what is going to happen in the last episode? Um, How does this I mean, series re- 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 resolve itself? It's a reveal. It's definitely a reveal of who it is. I really, I mean, I'm, I'm going to, I know it's not going to happen, but I would pull for Doom here. And if it's Doom. I think whoever the other thing I would say, Gunnar, is that I think what we're going to see. I'm not going to obviously you have my theories about who's going to be, but I think what we're going to see is we're going to see somebody who you believe is the main person, and then then you find out at the like that after credit scene, no, they're not. It's actually this person. That's what I think is going to happen, like a Wizard of Oz type thing. Yeah. I think we're going to go in and like, oh, it's me. I'm the, the he who remains is going to be a nobody, and then like, okay, cool, wrap it up. He remains, and at the end, it's like, nope, I was Kang the whole time. Something along those lines. That's it what I think. King. Oh, what if it's Agatha all along again? <laughs> again, tricking us in one division. Like, we told you. We told you in this song. It was Agatha all along, which actually would line up because you keep, you've mentioned a couple of times, we keep seeing it. Everything's, all the dark magic is purple. Yeah. Especially Elioth. I don't, I wouldn't be happy about that, but it would be hilarious. It would be, they would, you know, the thing is it would really ruin the Marvel universe, but it'd be a really funny long joke. If ever at the end of every Marvel thing, it was always Agatha all along. And they just, <laughs> the song, like, it was not just me. It was just me the whole time. Like a Scooby-Doo situation where like, was it Kang? Nope. It was Agatha all along. Okay, Chris. So then, then let's, let's answer this, man. We, uh, we're, we're almost done here. What are the post-credit scenes going to be? As many as you want. Guardians had twelve. Wandavision had two. Uh, Falcon, I think, had two as well. So, what are going to be the post-credit scenes in the show? What had twelve? You said one. Said well, Guardians or? two had like five post-credit scenes. Oh yeah, it did have a lot. Um, I think. But let's be I honest. Mean, the post-credit scenes are the best part. That is the best part. I, I care more about what I'm about to see, than not what I'm actually seeing. Um, but the. I think the post credit scene is I think we see something with the kid. 
I hope we see something with the kid because it would be cool if he ends up on Young Avengers. I think that we definitely see Sylvie going off somewhere. I think that we see we're going to see her again for sure. At least I, I really hope, but I think we'll see her again somewhere. Um, I I, don't, I mean I think that we have to have a lead in somebody from the Mar- bigger Marvel universe that we see in a later movie is going to be here. If it's not, I, I think Kang. I wouldn't be surprised if we see Doctor Strange. I wouldn't be surprised if we kind of introduce spider-man or somebody from the spider-man universe somewhere because this is the thing i was thinking about gunner i didn't realize that Sp- the new spider-man comes out in december yeah yeah that's for we haven't seen a single teaser trailer we've seen nothing that's what they all. did with uh with rise of skywalker i mean that trailer came really late and there was only one trailer i believe but well, I there's think, a, I think, one teaser and then the trailer but in the marvel universe i would say that they do that because they're waiting to reveal it somewhere else so i, I, I know you've seen um black widow i haven't so i don't know if something spider-man shows up there definitely don't tell me but i think it's spider something spider-man shows up here i think that's why they're waiting well and may dies gonna... at the end of uh, black widow shut up Mephisto <laughs> 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 shows up in black widow you didn't hear about that god damn it <laughs> But I, I, I think that's the thing. I'm going to say something Spider-Man-ish shows up. Just And only that is literally only because I'm very surprised we haven't seen something. And the next thing that we're seeing, what's after this? Not uh, what if, but what is, what's after this? Uh, series-wise, Hawkeye, I believe. Oh. Either or Ms. Marvel, which we've seen a Hawkeye trailer. Um, we've seen a Hawkeye trailer. We have not seen a Ms. Marvel trailer yet. I don't think I've seen a Hawkeye trailer. Is it a teaser? Uh, yeah. I mean. Okay. I gotta it check it out. It looks pretty awesome. I'm excited about Hawkeye. When's Hawkeye? I've heard August, which is next month. Yeah. But then I heard I heard Ms. Marvel comes first, someone was telling me. So I think Hawkeye's coming in August. But I think again. It doesn't have we, a release date. Yeah. That's weird. Do you Ms. see Marvel. the what if the what if trailer? Looks awesome. I thought it was really good. Oh my gosh, it looks awesome. <laughs> It looks really, really good. I want to see the job. episode with uh, Iron Man and Killmonger. That looks awesome. Yeah. With well, at the end, like Iron Man's a zombie. I don't know if that's a different one. But also, did you see who's the Thor's voice? Thor's voice by uh, by uh, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, a lot of Chris those guys are. Um, I mean, I know for a fact that that's the last thing we'll ever see uh, Chadwick Boseman in. He did his voice. Oh. I forgot about that. Well, he's a guardian of the guy. Gal- it looks like he plays one of the guardians. Of the I galaxy. think his story is that they take him instead of Peter Quill. Yeah. It looks awesome. I'm really excited about it, but I forgot Chadwick Boseman did that. Yeah. That's going to be, that's and Michael be. Rooker does that voice as well. What are your just- thoughts before we close out? What are your thoughts on the post credit scenes? And what do you think? Gunner? Okay. So I think we are going the post credit. The last final post credit scene will be King the conqueror. Um, I think yeah. that uh, it will be him and he's found his Ravana trapped in the time keepers. And I think that's how oh, they're going to introduce him. That's good. Um, and then I did like, I thought the first post credit scene was going to be originally just, um, you know, classic Loki just proving he's alive. But I think classic Loki is going to be he who remains. Um, I think that's smart. I think if it is he who remains, that's the only thing that makes sense. Yeah. I just think it's it's a weak connection between what happened. It just doesn't make any sense. What I mean, maybe he'll explain it. I don't. I I like that. I like that theory. Again, I think if they don't do that, they're wrong. Again, like but I said I, last I, week, I like the theory that Doctor Doom is the one that's going to uh, that is doing this interdimensional sinister six. So if that's the case, 
you know, I do like the idea of seeing Doom. Maybe he is actually, it was Doom all along. We're going to think he who remains was the guy that did the timeline. And maybe he did start it, but Doom took over. I don't know. Um, I think we will see Doom or Kang, if not both of them. If it's not, if we do see Doom, I I would be, and I don't know that we will, but if we do, he's not going to be like Iron Doom. Like, I don't think we'll see him like full out Doom. He may just be like Victor Von Doom, but I... But uh, the other thing too, I, I do like what you're saying about Rinsley. So bas- basically, the we end up the sh- we end the show. You know, whoever the bad guy is, is the bad guy. He remains whatever. And then you're saying like the after credit scene is just like Kang finding her, possibly like trapped in a in, in one of those cages where she has the the TVA like prisons trapped there. He he fi- he's like and he says I found you and then leaves and that's it. That would actually be a really good post credit scene. That's actually pretty good. I'm pretty yeah, good. I don't know. I'm 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 excited. I'm excited. I'm honestly I'm still not as excited as I was over the last episode of WandaVision. Yeah. Which is good because I was kind of disappointed. Not that there was anything wrong with the show. We you and we I just, just wanted Mephisto. You built it up so much in my head to like Which yeah, is why I'm trying to back away from yeah, yeah. from Kang. I it, every point every sign points to Kang. Yeah, no, you're right. But I think it was it was really funny. If you listen to the WandaVision, like the second to last episode of WandaVision, you seem really stressed because you're like, they got a lot to do if they're going to meet my expectations. Yeah. Like, they have no time. <laughs> so, I, was, I was stressed for you. Like, I don't know, Gunner. How's, how's, uh, how's he going to show How's Grim Reaper going to show up and Mephisto? Like, and that's a Wonder Man. And Wonder Man. Plus, we thought the Fantastic Four. I mean, you could definitely let you could definitely make this. This is actually a a heavier version of what they did in WandaVision with the Fantastic Four because they definitely and they definitely hinted that um, Monica Rambeau's friend who was, was Reed Richards, yeah, was Reed Richards. Like they definitely laid that down. And I I listened, I, I read an article from the the writer of the show or maybe the director of the show, and he talked about. It, he's like, yeah, I don't know why people thought it was Fantastic Four. We weren't laying any Easter eggs at all, and I I don't believe that. I By think the way, Jack trying- Schaefer, the creator of uh, WandaVision. Yeah. Wrote uh, Black Widow. Oh. Does it seem like, can you can you see the similarities no. when you watch Black Widow? No. Okay. And not really something to bring up, is it? So, But just, uh, <laughs> I mean, that's cool that you got another job out of it. No, it's cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'll keep working. I mean, I'm sure she, 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 Jack Schaefer's a, she, sorry. Remember sorry. Jack Schaefer's a woman and yelled at me for pointing it out. <laughs> Only because you pointed it out so many times. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I'm 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 really hyped about this episode, but I'm I'm it's more of a contained hype because I I don't I don't want I think the thing that we're getting into with the Marvel shows is I'm more excited about like what's coming and what the reveal is versus just the actual show. But the actual show is just good. Like sitting here enjoying it, it's good. And I think with this one, it's been good practice to the other two shows. So like I'm just enjoying this, and whatever happens, you know, we can make our theories, but whatever happens is going to be awesome. Yeah, I cannot wait. It's going to be. I great, can't wait. So. It's good. Chris King, one more. I'm so sad that this is ending. I know I'm a little sad it's ending too. I know, me too. I'm actually, I wasn't like that before. And I think you and I talked about the beginning is like, I'm not, I don't, I'm not going to be sad it's over. Like, I just want to get to the end. But this was fun. This show has been fun. Talking about it has been fun. It is, it is kind of a bummer that it's ending. And it's weird. Uh, We're going to talk about, we we said this, we're going to talk about Black Widow in two weeks. Next week, we're going to do the finale. The week after that, we're going to do WandaVision. And, um, Obviously, I'm not going to spoil anything, but it was so different going back to movies after three series in a row. It's like everything's yeah. wrapped up at the end, and you're like, "Did wow. you? Did you see it in the theater?" Yeah, I did. I went by did myself. You get up after four, did you get up after 45 minutes because you thought it was over? Well, at one night. point, there's a big screen that said, uh, oh, "Please stand over? by." Yeah, please stand by. I mean, please stand was- by. Showed up, so I just got up and left. <laughs> 
guess I'll, I guess I'll walk away. I guess the show's over. Like, no, 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 sir, sit down. It's a movie. It's not only 45 minutes. It's a full-out movie. But yeah, I can't wait to talk about Black Widow. Like I said, I mean, we are definitely in an age of this long-form series, which I love. I've loved all three of these. And uh, Would you have preferred Black Widow to be a series? I don't know. Um... I don't know if there's enough. I guess you could stretch it out. Um, yeah. I mean, what they would do is they basically just what they do in these shows is what it seems like they're doing is they this would be a movie, but then they have to add in. Yeah. Add it up. I mean, they have to thicken it up. So they have all these different. But what you know, they add is some of the best parts to it. You know, we I, would, do, I think so, too. I, we I, would I, not get the Thanos copter and Throg if uh, this was a movie. There would not. I think be. that they were going to work in that Thanos copter. The fact that they built Thanos' blade off of the Thanos copter, they were going to squeeze that in somewhere. Yeah. So it's cool that it's just cool that it happened here. OK, so. All right, Chris. I'm ready. One more week to go. I'm so excited. I cannot wait. Um, man, I, I'm just excited. I'm giddy, like a little schoolgirl. Yeah. No. Any final thoughts on this, Chris? Nope. I those are all my final thoughts. Right, I'm I'm hyped and ready to go. We will be back next week, same time, same channel. And remember, Chris, always go for the head. That's it? No response. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>